Привет. Как дела, мои друзья? Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Kyle's Communist Book Club, and it has been a long time since we sat down. A lot has changed. The world has gotten scarier. Fascism has gotten significantly worse, which is uh, which is why the book club started to begin with. I learned along the way that I just didn't have a firm enough grasp on the content I was talking about, or at least I didn't feel like I was doing enough justice to it. A lot of that's changed. Uh, I'm, I've, I've been taken under the wing of quite a few Russian guys lately that have been teaching me the language and a lot about the culture, and I thought it was time to sit down at least talk about the idea of this book club coming back and what that might mean. I am in the middle of reading some of Lenin's most popular collection. So State and Revolution, uh, Imperialism, the Highest Level of Capitalism. I'm in the middle of those right now, as well as a, a host of other pieces of literature to keep the communist mind moving. I also um, have just come across quite a few cool pieces of uh, communist memorabilia Uh, out of Ukraine, of all places. So uh, a couple pieces that I have in the house now that I'm, I'm very, very happy with. And I just had a Russian friend go ahead and send me some of his military pins and badges. So it's, uh, it's, it's really been a long, wild journey since we last sat, since we last talked. I've been learning Russian about 100 or so days now. Uh, I started the first of the year, and it is actually June 1st as I'm recording this. So I can officially say a full half of the year from January 1st to June 1st, I've been studying Russian. I've been learning, and thankfully, I've had friends uh, correct my, my pronunciation along the way. So we are in a spot, I think, where it's good to start this conversation. And that's all this is. This episode does not have any literature for you to dive into, though it is coming with a huge recommendation to dive into some Lenin. I have felt uh, just such a massive pull to dive into Lenin's work since uh, since the war in Ukraine started. I, I guess that's a good thing to put a, right here in the top. If you're going to hate me, you're going to hate me. I consider it a war. And uh, I know some of my Soviet friends are not going to appreciate that, but uh, I know I have many, many more that will. And uh, yeah, so now that we're all set, now you can send me your hate mail and all the things right off the bat. Uh, why not get it out of the way? Hey, if you're feeling uh, up to it, you could go and follow me and send that hate mail over on Twitter and Instagram. The handle is Kyle Paranormal or Kyle Communist. I have both on both platforms, Instagram and Twitter. I'm active on uh, both of those accounts, but you can you can sense a theme there. The one does my paranormal content, like our show Chaos and Shadow, and then this one uh, is all about communist stuff. So dive in. I, I'm a little bit slow on updating the communist accounts, but uh, it's it's growing. I continue to amass a bunch of friends from around the world, some uh, Uh, Maoists, some some Stalinists, some uh, just Leninists, Marxist Leninists. We got a we got a whole cadre of people out there, and I guess maybe it's a good time to talk about communist political parties because whoo, I uh, almost joined one this year. It was an amazing party. I think in this episode I won't name them, but in the future we probably should because we're kind of. Uh, at, at odds, directly at odds, me and that party. Uh, long story short, I went to join one because they had really positive views on the Soviet Union. They had uh, really strong, like, building connections with, with the Russian Eastern European communities. All was great. Hey, I, you know, as a gay man, they uh, even support and, you know, really point out how they support LGBT rights. 
uh, all kinds of things I'm very, very passionate about to a T. Except they also support Putin's war, which goes against them saying we don't support imperialist wars because I even caught them in a circle where they're like, it is an imperialist war. And we do see Russia as fascist, but we support this war. I'm like, uh, okay, well, your logic isn't sound and I'm not crazy enough for this party yet. I did think morally if I should have joined and tried to make some change from the inside, there were some serious red flags that started to stack up. Once I heard their pro-war stance, there was a really, really crappy documentary they were getting all their stuff from, which was, uh, yeah. I think we should maybe make that into its whole own episode, talking about Kremlin propaganda and sussing your way through things. But uh, to, to put it mildly, I've had a very interesting 2022. Uh, I'm hoping people are staying safe. That's about the best we can wish for in this world. The United States... To touch on things here briefly, very bad. We are, everyone is talking about civil war. Everyone that has a brain is talking about civil war. Uh, the writing's been on the wall for years. And the, uh, what do you want to say? The walls are now officially crumbling. Uh, we've had a huge amount of shootings happen in the country recently, including the death of 23 people in Texas, most of those being children at an elementary school where an armed man went in and just shot them up so extremely tragic our government has decided to do absolutely nothing about it because uh, say la vie forget about it who cares just let the people fight themselves that's i think their stance from both sides of the aisle uh, although again send me your hate mail if you need to you should probably just unsubscribe but uh the the gop the republican party in this country is completely completely hardcore fascist not only uh, do we have people there that actually venerate hitler and have gone to his bunker talking about that matt was crawford guy crawthorn crawthorn he went to the bunker of hitler and popped champagne there and put it on instagram and called him the fuhrer showing all kinds of respect and reverence and stuff and he was going to be our congressman i don't know he he wasn't in my state, so I admit I didn't even follow exactly his position because I didn't have the authority to vote him out. But he did get ousted by his own party. They uh, dragged up some interesting photos of him wearing lingerie and some other things. So what? They fought fascism with homophobia to endorse a different brand of fascism. Now, again, I'm not going to sit on American politics forever, but briefly to say the Democrats are of no help to us either. Let's be honest. They're hardcore bootlicking centrists to use a lot of jargon. It is to say that even on the best of days, they still don't care about you or me. They only want profit and uh, status quo, probably. Yeah. Yeah. That because they don't really do much with their power either. They're not effective in one way or the other. They just don't do anything except maintain so anyway this is kind of just serving as a little bit of a catch-up for people the u.s is absolutely bonkers there was another attack too um i don't actually know too much about this one because i didn't hear about this one but there were some asian americans shot and i believe killed in california not to mention right before that a store a grocery store uh in new york state was shot up and that was a predominantly black neighborhood he left behind material speaking to a, a potential race war he wanted to spark and how uh, white power is superior, all that 
racist garbage that we're used to, to over here. It's interesting. We're starting to see this affect older people now. And, and what I mean by that is it's starting to scare people that I would not expect to be scared. Case in point, my grandmother uh, is someone who I would never expect to be worried about white supremacy or anything like that. She is someone who I, I all my life has voted Republican and has never really shown any kind of openness or progressive value. She's never been a regressive person. I've never heard her say something. Um, I've never heard her say any slurs or anything like that, but she's not the most open. Now, that being said, she's afraid. She's very afraid of white supremacy groups and Nazi ideologies that we have in our area. Uh, Pennsylvania's got a couple electronic billboards around that say white is superior. Uh, so we're really, really, really in the thick of uh, an American Civil War round, too, in, in my opinion. And you can write me off as alarmist, but so far the alarmists have been very right in, in everything that's happened. Uh, probably because a lot of us are watching history uh, unfold again, which is very troubling. Uh, across the globe. Across the globe. This I have no direct attacks for one country or another. Obviously, I'm, I condemn strongly Russia's war in Ukraine. I condemn America and NATO and all the rest of these insane people that are pushing us towards oblivion. They all are just trying to kill us is all I can see. It seems just, I don't know, <laughs> get off my soapbox for a second, although that's what this podcast is. But it does seem very uh, clear that their path is to not change anything not save lives, just let everything happen as it will. And and that is controlled by the interests of a lot of military organizations. So we know we know this is a big money laundering scheme in the long run. Just yeah. But let's get to something positive. A friend and I, um, who who do the paranormal podcast, she is a big homesteader and um sir, person that loves to garden. She just loves it and she's very into crafting and restoration around the house. Her and I got together, and we are opening up a program. You can subscribe to it in our coffee if anyone would like to. We are putting together our own little pioneer program, building off of the uh, Soviet young pioneers, or even the Chinese model of young pioneers. Basically, we're bringing adults and their kids together to craft, to get gardening, to get survival-oriented, to learn uh, food preservation tactics, uh, activism skills. We are lumping this all together in our own kind of scouting program that is inclusive and welcoming of all kinds of marginalized groups, specifically welcoming to marginalized groups. I mean, everyone's literally welcome to join. Allies are extraordinarily important, but like this is focused to get people that haven't had access to this information in the past, get them up to date, get them in the know. A lot of Americans have gotten used to the grocery store. I'm one of them. I didn't, even though I grew up in the uh, very rural parts of Pennsylvania, it, it's not something I ever needed to do, farming or gardening. My parents uh, garden mostly for glamour. It was mostly just like pretty yard landscaping sort of stuff. My mother did uh, have basic crops and all of that, but it wasn't something I was ever interested in, nor did I ever really like partake in it. She was very hit and miss on it. I, I, in hindsight, my God, I would love to go back and do that all over again. 
Uh, would love to have, have paid attention to it. But that's what we're doing now. So my co-host is doing a once a month blog post that's going to be very detailed. It's going to walk people through an assignment for the month. June is going to be planting cucumbers, though people can plant other things if they'd like. Uh, two weeks after that, so this, this newsletter is going to go out June 9th. Two weeks after that, we're having our very first Pioneer Night, which is a gathering night on our Discord server for, again, the kids and their parents to get uh, in one room, in one voice call, to be crafting together. We're going to have little uh, activities for them, and they can ask questions on the growing process. Beyond that, uh, July will be focused on activism. We're doing a scavenger hunt to get kids out there knowing what their voting situation is like, getting registered, and potentially uh, getting involved with their local library so they have access to some information and can ask for some local change. Maybe get some good communist material into those libraries, too. I don't know. After that, we're going into the more wintry seasons. You know, after after the high of summer, we're going to be looking at preserving those cucumbers. So pickling, we're going to talk about canning. We're going to be doing some indoor uh, herbs and things for the winter. Again, everything's going to be focused around getting people ta like hands-on real skills so they can take care of the house. I've been learning how to make soap. I've been soap making for the last year. Uh, just with lard. So if you're cooking, how to collect lard, how to filter that, how to turn that back into fully usable hand soap that you probably see at your stores for like $20 or more. And in truth, it costs mm, pennies, pennies. So just get yourself some lye and some lard and you're off to the races. But that's what we're going to do. We're going to actually do that on camera, show people the process I've been doing that for almost a year now. Funny enough, <laughs> I just got a little package in the mail from Poland, which are Lenin bust molds, silicon molds, so that I can make Lenin candles and soap. Expect those up on the coffee shop, too. If you, uh, you want to support, yeah, there's two things I'd recommend. One, if you can, subscribe at the $5 or higher level. The, the tiers go up way higher after, after the $5 level. You get all kinds of goodies there. But at the $5 level, you're at least guaranteed to be part of this Pioneer program. If you want to attend, if you want to see the blog post, that's going to get you access. Uh, it's going to, you know, you have the shop up there on the coffee page too. So dive in, check that out if you'd like. I don't have those Lennon busts up there yet. They just got here yesterday. I paused this podcast to go and recast one because I actually forgot that I'd heat the wax up while I was in here. Oops. Oops. But it's all good. I took care of it. I casted the thing. Hopefully he comes out looking a little bit better than last time. My uh, first, or I should say my second stab at a Lennon bust. It, it, was, it was a little bit of a disaster. He's missing part of his nose. Oh, shoot. I need to go in there and flick that mold soon. Crap. Hold on. Okay, I just got back from flicking Lennon. He's probably fine. Uh, Lennon is with us. Maybe literally in a moment. So look out. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I may have mentioned that there's some uh, cool pins coming over from Russia, but there's some other interesting things that friends have mailed too. We're just waiting on the post. Uh, make, sure, make sure, again, you're following over on Twitter and Instagram to see some of those because uh, <clears throat> I hear there might be a flag and some other cool stuff coming. So... Uh, I'm very excited. Uh, for those of you that know that I do a lot of tarot, that's something I got into in the last year, I found a vendor in Russia who's selling Lenin tarot cards. And if anyone wants to hook up, I can, I can get you their contact information there. Very nice. However, sanctions are awful. Um, not only for the people of Russia, specifically for the people of Russia, the, the people people, 
some of whom we might have listening to the show. I don't know. But sanctions are not doing what they should do, in my opinion. And um, they are making it impossible to shop from Russian people. That had to pay a friend in Russia to buy these and then ship them himself to America. So that was a that was a roundabout way to do it. Very kind, his offer to do all of that. But um yeah. What a what a time. I think I'm gonna get close to wrapping this one up. I have a couple other things to tell, but maybe we should save those for the next episode. I just wanted to get in here, just welcome everyone back aboard. Again, I'm gonna recommend you go and read State and Revolution. If you haven't recently, really good, really good, easy read from Lenin. Feels like it was written last week. Even some good jokes in there, in my opinion. Maybe they're not jokes, but my God, this could just mean the world's so terrible that I'm laughing. Regardless, you'll uh, you'll have a good time. I can also leave one last thing. I, I wasn't sure if I was going to like recommend Lenin or not for a reading thing. I think that probably should be our first piece of text to get into. Let's plan on that. Let's plan on doing State and Revolution. I just read it. I'm on to the next one in the series. I can't even remember the name right now. Uh, but let's plan on reading Lenin's State and Revolution as our first book. I will give a movie recommendation. Check out the film Come and See. It is a Belarusian 1985 Soviet film, uh, anti-war. It is about the Nazi invasion and pogroms through uh, Eastern Europe. It's very, it's a, it's a bit of a tough watch, but it's a very, very, very good friend, uh, film. My friend Andre recommended it to me a couple months ago and I watched it. Then they just re-uploaded a much higher resolution copy of it to YouTube. It got some sort of remaster and released on YouTube. So there's a nice copy. I will link that in the description for folks. Really good. Again, it's intense. So be be cautious that you're getting into something that's uh, probably going to be very moving. It's a very surrealist war film. It holds up uh, just, I don't know, remarkably. It's quite the opposite of the situation that's going on right now, meaning the direction of the battlefield is reversed and what's happening. So that's probably going to pull on some heartstrings. It definitely doesn't help me. The main actor looks like a spitting image of one of my friends. So that's very hard to watch for me on a, a personal note, but... I just recommended it to another today. Uh, it's 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 really, really, really good. So check that out. In Russian, the title is Idi I think that translates closer to, to go and look, something like that. Um, very, very good film. Highly recommend it. So let's wrap it up here, folks. I think we will... I'll try and do some weekly check-ins on the podcast. I'd like that. I definitely uh, am active enough in communist circles these days to justify bringing this podcast back, which is something I'm happy to say that the world is at least awakening to the problem. I don't know if people are organized enough to do much about it right now, but that's why we got to do little things where we can, whether it's just getting people reinterested in socialism through pioneer programs, whether it's just chatting on a podcast about some good book recommendations and films, uh, get out there, get chatting with folks, make sure you're, you're getting your feet into a global audience, make friends. We need solidarity. Get ready for the class struggle folks. And I'll see you next time. Paka, paka.